All right, I'll uh, be honest. What, I didn't catch a lot of the wait, wait, heat for just, a bit. We're live. I just wanted to tell you that before you say something crazy. Bam, we're live. Didn't okay, say anything crazy. You didn't. You I, didn't. Ca- you didn't catch what? I didn't catch a lot of the mail heat for event five as I was plugging together my catcher and David's daughter thing. I just like it when you <sighs> say plugging. Not a good plugging. excuse. Uh, guys, uh, I'm going to start the show with something that's um, uh, off topic, uh, but who cares? It's my show, and um, those of you who follow the show know that I'm always all over the place. I've, I've been I've been on my Instagram. I've been taking some jabs at Europe and Canada and Australia for I don't know two years now. Love you guys. Just fucking with you guys. Everyone take a chill. But I want to tell you something that you guys have confused over there that three people brought up to me today. You guys talk about universal health care and, 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 and how great the, your countries are because you have health care for everyone. You have to understand something. There's different ways to think about stuff. And when you're given – when the media gives you a way to think about something and you get stuck thinking about it, you're blind. And I'm going to explain it to you like this. And some of you are going to be really excited. And don't – if you're a European – or Canadian or Australian, don't feel bad. Most Americans don't understand this either. They're tricked also. It's just word trickery. It's just word fuckery. It happens to all of us. Okay. In this country, prior to Obamacare, everyone in this country had free health care. Not free. It's not free, but everyone had health care. Our hospitals in the United States will never turn anyone away. We had health care for everyone and anyone. We had what you guys call universal health care, and we had it for everyone. Those of us, we have nothing, they call it health insurance that those of us have, but it's not health insurance. It's a misnomer. They've tricked you into thinking of the world like that in the United States. And most of the citizens in the United States have fallen for it too, and you guys have fallen for it too. No one in this country has health insurance. What they have is asset protection insurance. All of our health care has always been provided for all of the citizens in this country at no cost to them. But when you own a home, you have to get health insurance. They call it health insurance. It's not really health insurance to protect your assets because that way, if um, you have a hospital bill that's like $50,000, they won't take your home for, from you. You understand what I'm saying? It's a misnomer. It's not health insurance. It's asset protection insurance. And because you believe what the news tells you and how they word things, you think that's the way it works. But it's only recently with the advent of something that they called Obamacare that poor people started having to pay for insurance. Now, if, you're, if you don't have health insurance, poor people are um, – you're now fined at the end of the year by your taxes. But it used to be free for everyone. You have to know that. It was free for everyone in this country, and it always has been. And just people who own homes, we would get health insurance that way. Like if we got in a car accident and then and the bill was going to be three million dollars for a new lung, we wouldn't have to put a lien against our house. We had insurance to get we had asset protection insurance. That's all it is. It's a complete misunderstanding to call it health insurance. But you fall for it or you fall for this stuff because you listen to the news and you listen to how they word stuff. But I just want to let you know, three, three, three of you from Europe um, and Canada and Australia have been using that as an argument. No one gets turned away in this country. It's only recently um, that the liberals have made it that poor people have to pay health insurance. Up until then, it, it, it was uh, free for everyone. Okay. Now, now we've established that. You got a little lesson. It's not health insurance. It's asset protection insurance. Understand? Everyone? Makes sense to you? Okay. I don't get it. You have to, sit, you have to do that all over again. All right, Atlas Games. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I got to understand before we talk about the Atlas Games. What I, the I, I'm <laughs> That's he's trying to prove asbestos poisoning the court of law. Um, 
I will just come in hot here and just say that um, uh, you guys are wrong about the stepping over the barbell. It's you so fucking dumb. We're not. No, wrong. it's not dumb. It's not dumb. It's stupid. why is it not dumb? Tell us, Tell us why it's not dumb. You probably think jumping pull-ups are dumb too. You probably no, think, I love no, jumping. Because, no, because no. because you call it scaling, but it's not scaling. No. It's a different. It's a different stimulus. It's just a different stimulus, dude. I think step up burpees or sorry, step up pull-ups would be fucking dumb. If you just had to step up to another box to get your chin over the bar, that'd be dumb. <laughs> just so everyone in the freaking comment section knows in the world that's watching this right now, I see the step up burpees and I'm like watching it. And the first thing I do is I shoot a text message. I'm like, guys, I'm so fucking pissed off about these. And I guarantee you what Savon did is he goes, I'm going to say that they're not dumb just so I can get them all pissed off. No, he no, thinks they're no. dumb. I know he no. thinks they're actually dumb. Why are they no. not dumb? You haven't said anything yet. No, I just told you it's a different stimulus. You guys are being tricked. There's people in the comments say it's scaling. And, and, and what's and the you're stimulus? Be- what's the stimulus? That they're you unfit. <laughs> Move hey, backwards, get no, worse. Listen, listen, I'll tell you what it is. The jumping doesn't change the workout that much. And what it does is it fixes the judging problem completely. Now the judges only have to worry about the person getting on the other side of the bar. You know whose fault that is? Who's its fault? I don't. I disagree. The two foot jump. They're like, you I can do he, this. You can do that. You can kind of jump. They're moving the wrong way. Yeah. And here's the other thing. The how you think they're dumbing it down? You think they're going to the lowest common denominator instead of fixing the problem? I think the problem wasn't really the jump over the burpee because how close one foot was to the other to leaving at the same time is not as egregious as your fucking chest not hitting the floor. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So, um, uh, Jr., do you want to weigh in on this thing to step over? Do you have a do you have a, a, a problem with it? I would, I would, I, yeah, I would. I would first like to weigh in on the room that I'm in because everyone seems to <laughs> keep moving. So hold on one second. <laughs> the yeah. monster sign was there. Hey, it's because he didn't pay for his health insurance. People. He's in a local penitentiary. Everybody. What is this? Wow. Line? Wow. Red, red, He's red at a zoo. <laughs> red rhino. What is that? Do you, do you rub that to get your t-, t count up? What the hell is that? <laughs> do you guys know do you, do you know what a herd of rhinos is called? No. It's called a crash. A crash. Hey, look what so, casual center is. So that's said, that's where across the crash came from. I am not in a bathroom. I am in the lobby. All right. Of what? The lobby this of what? Of my gym. Nice. You have a lobby. Wow. <laughs> And I was in the I was in the kids' room, but some uh, children came in there, so I left. Someone right. said Jr. got a rhino in his toilet. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I would I would like to just say that um, yeah, me and Jason and uh, were training, and I showed him the video of people doing stepovers, and I said, I don't care if you're allowed to do it. If you do it, I will never let you back into the gym. <laughs> if you step Good. over who who will you never let back in the gym if they step over if they do that dumb dumb because oh. he was stepping over no just because i think it's silly okay it's very uh, aesthetically pleasing but what about i under, i can maybe understand in your gym setting let's say i'm like okay fine you guys win i'm not, okay i'll back off that one it looks fucking ridiculous. It I don't looks know if so bad. You, you, you turn on the fittest on earth competition and you you see this after three It's like years, watching the Olympics. Every once in a while, it's like you click on. Yeah, walking in the Olympics. You click on, you turn it off. You're like, they're walking for speed. Like, what That's exactly what it looks like. Oh, okay. Let's move curling on. is kind of comical. You want to move on? I'm not ready to move on. 
<laughs> Six years ago, you turn on ESPN and you see these badasses doing all this crazy shit. And this year, it's like, you know what? There's this live stream I'm going to click on. And you see them like walking around a barbell. It's like, okay, I'm going to turn that off. Yeah, they're doing med ball GHDs in the fucking desert of California. And now they're stepping over a bar. My mom does that when she – my mom doesn't even do that. My fucking 62-year-old mom jumps over the bar. That's not wow. safe. Uh, you're let's say, talk you're about, saying it was a safety issue. Let's talk. No. no, I'm just saying I don't have a problem with it like you guys do. I think it's great. I think what it did is it fixed the judging problem, and you guys can't be happy. You guys cannot be happy. That that's not the. But here's the thing: they created. And I'm a sorry to attack problem. your character. I know it's not. It's 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 unbecoming of me. Mm. I apologize. I get what you're saying, but I also think that the feet leaving the ground at the same time or a little bit different was never that big of a judging problem. I think when they. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there was a lot of the first time it was a problem was eighteen point two. When it was, it was Emma that ten to, I think it was that ten to one, and then they did the heavy squat clean afterwards, and everyone was trying to rifle through those burpees, and you would click on the internet, you'd see people posting their burpees, and everyone was doing that like shuffle jump. It's like, are their feet really taking off two at a time? And I think that was the advent of everybody trying to not two foot take off two foot land, and it's and that was that backwards was- slowly since then. Yeah, but even if you watch those videos, it's not like that. That's um, like- he's shirt. Excuse me, he's shirtless. All right, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I, I what I was gonna say is I think the worm burpees are way worse. Hopper, is that true that you step over the bar in um when you do a b- bar? Okay, 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 buddy. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. Thank you, <laughs> fucking hairless cat. Uh <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about the chest let's talk about the chest um t- touching the ground at first i wanted to ding katrin for that but it's so hard to tell i i slowed it down and made a little post about it if you want to check that out okay yeah, can we uh, can we see that caleb it's, it's kind of annoying because i put in all these little clips but it's also funny because i put in all these little clips wait before you start i want to ask do you think it's hard to tell taylor i thought it was pretty obvious that her chest was not touching the ground uh jr did you think it was obvious i can't say that it was obvious yeah me neither at first i wanted to say it was but then i just kept watching and i'm like i don't know i don't know what's going on here yeah real quick before you started i want to say something about about the game of tennis sorry sorry one more thing in the I game of tennis. tennis in the game of tennis it, the the line there's there's no judges except when you get to the higher levels and the line judge is the person whose side the ball comes on to and if you're not a hundred percent sure, um, it's uh, uh, um, of the call. You always give it to your opponent, basically. If you're not a hundred percent sure, okay. So, so um, if you're not sure if it's in or out and it was close, it's 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 in, it's in. Like, or, or you're not paying attention and it goes over your head and it was even out by six feet, but you didn't see it. It's in. You just all and because you have that consistency. If it, as long as people are honest, it always works because it's just one thing. If the ball touches the line, it's good. If you're not sure, it's in. That's and basically the, it. So I work with a girl who plays pickleball. I work with a guy who plays racquetball, and I know people who play tennis. And when people cheat this, they're almost angrier than anyone I've ever met. Yeah, yeah. Cheating runs rampant in that sport. I, I yeah, they it's get the, so it's the, pissed. It's the biggest group of cheaters you ever seen, tennis players. But my point is, is that the policy that they have in place is bulletproof if people tell the truth. If you don't know, it's in. Um, you know, at so, the end of my post too, I asked Catcher and I go, "Did you feel your chest touching the ground?" So it kind of parallels what you're saying right there. Like, I just wish we had something like that in CrossFit so we could just be like, hey, if we don't know, we we, we default to the to the first, athlete. First, 
Bruce said something like this in the comments, I think. He said, if you have to slow it down, you have to give it to the athlete. Like, if you yeah, have to slow the video down, then you just give the rep to the athlete. What about the NFL, that though? Athlete. That's very good. That was my counter argument in my, when I had that <laughs> in my head. I said, well, what about the NFL? Soccer's doing the same thing now. Like, baseball's doing it now. So, Define you know. chest. Because yeah. if chest is rib cages down yeah. here, then I guess you can give them to her. If chest is, like, chest... <laughs> Okay, let's watch. Let's watch. I know that's the thing. That's the thing. Let's watch. You made Hiller feel bad because he slowed it down. Yeah, I slowed it all down. That was a no rep. That was a no rep. That was also a no rep. I see. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's just an optical illusion. Maybe her chest is no rep. No. God, you don't think the breast of some of the the the, no. the fatty titty of, of of the lower part of the breast is touching the ground there? I mean, that's what we're talking the about, right? Do her boobs hit, the the do her boobs touch the ground? That's no. what we want to know. No, they they look exactly like spiegels. That's what they look like. This is this is one of the worst. Yep, that's the worst one of them all. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I mean, yeah, the, the guy from Office bad. Space is having a meltdown. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, that one's my favorite. I don't know. I need to see her do it topless to know. I, I can't tell. Uh, of course you would. I can't tell. <laughs> I can't tell. Uh, Jr. Do you have an opinion on this one? I, I just, I just think it's a shame that at this point, and you can't even program burpee bop jump overs because it's me the same thing. I feel like it's uh, you're going to have to start doing hand release burpees. Do you wow. know where the? Do you see? Yeah, I've seen that comment a lot. But do you see where the referees are? The judges are sitting. They're sitting yeah, in a position I, I where it they, makes it challenging to see. And I think that you have to – you're going to have to tell the judges they have to be on one knee, and then you're going to have to tell them they have to be doing this. But, I mean, otherwise you can't see it. Uh, the- Wad Zombie's got the other great point that you always hear, and this one's always hard to fucking fight back on. Watch Rich Froning Jr. do reps and win championships. There is no question with his reps. The fact that we have to wonder is bad. I, I know think what that Taylor said a couple episodes back where he was talking about how he would watch Froning and he'd watch other people to try to dictate how he would want to do his movement based upon body types. But the thing that you learn after you watch all these people is that you know what good reps look like when they're doing them. It's like the burpee looks like that. So the first thing that makes you even look at Katrin is the fact that she's trying to gain some sort of advantage out of the technique that she's using. So once you see that she's doing them weird, you're like, okay. And then it draws your attention to the fact that she's not even doing them because she's not doing them the way that everyone who does them right does them in the first place. And, and, and so the, just to be clear, the fact that you're saying that she does them differently, most of us um, who do burpees correctly, our whole body, like especially men, ideally, your body comes down perfectly at a plane parallel to the ground. Then as you get weaker and more tired, you start worming and your hips come and then your chest comes. But what we're seeing Katrin do is give this illusion that her chest hits first and then then her fucking groin hits the ground. Yeah, it's exactly. kind of this. It's, it's a trip. It's almost like you're watching burpees in reverse. Yeah, right? I was going to say, if you watch someone who's tired do burpees and they're worming, they're going in the exact opposite kind Crotch of crotch first, then titties. Exactly. Okay. But you can okay. see the chest touch. It's like, boom, their chest touches and then they're coming up. 95% of people do it the right way. And then 5%, like the Katrins and the Danny Spiegels of the world, they you notice it. What about the fact that, um, you know, when I start getting bur- tired doing burpees and I'm doing them for speed, I, I almost, I like having my chest hit. Um, because I kind of get a bounce. I, I slam myself down and get a little bit of a bounce. Go watch Chandler Smith do burpees. They look fucking, fucking good. Yeah, his chest, it's like it's a trampoline. 
That's what so he does that too. He, he's, he's bouncing, he's bouncing off the bottom. Too. Wrestlers do it really well. They hold a lot of tension in their midline. And when they hit the bottom of the burpee, it's just like a springboard. I mean, the more rigid your body is, the more, the, the better it transfers energy. I mean, that's yep. kind of yep. like just one of those universal truths that we just know in CrossFit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, I, I, man, okay. Well, since we're on Katrin, uh, crazy impressed with her performance on her final workout, man. Just, just yeah, me. Yeah, here you go. Great. Oh, yeah. Bam. Yeah. Pop. Yeah, that's rigid. No question. Yep. He's a little spring, little spring man. Uh, do you guys, do you guys like her final performance? The pusher on the thrusters? I mean, this is just classic Katrin, right? This is just classic, some classic CrossFit grind. No, no love, no love. I feel like I always talk first. I like wait for them to talk, and then there's this dead silence. Well, I'm no fired about. I'm fired up about something that happened at Alice Games, but we just gotta wait till we get there, I guess. Uh, is it is it in regards to her? No, it's got nothing <laughs> to do with Cash. She was a strength and depth, dude. Okay, they're all they're they're just the same to me now at this point. It was so. This morning was such a fucking shit show in my brain, going back and forth between the events. What a fucking mess my brain got. Yeah, that was not so great. Uh, Katrin and her finish. It's like, I guess you'd have just had to have done more on the rope climb. And of course, they're going to make comments like, you know, eight years ago, she didn't even finish this workout. It's like, yeah, it's eight years ago. She's also won the games two times since then. So, uh, okay, uh, let's hit, let's, let's stay on her a little bit more then. Uh, let, let me ask you this then. Um, event five, the rope climb, it's what kept her out of going to the CrossFit Games in 2014. I think she went in 2013, then in 2014 at the regionals. That workout kept her out, and she still got 18th on it. Is is this a is this a problem? She got 18th on another workout. Oh, what what place did she get in that one? 18th. She has two 18ths and an 11th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. I mean, this is a problem, right? This is this is like eight years later, and you still. I mean, we saw Rich Froning couldn't climb the ropes, and he fixed it. This is this is this is a a serious problem, right? In my opinion, again, similar to the muscle-up, I think maybe – and you have no idea whether it's coaching or, or what, but it would seem to me that she maybe believes that the, that the legless thing is a capacity issue, but with how strong she is, it's not. It's a technique thing. And even in something like a legless rope climb, there's a lot of technique um, and how to efficiently use your body getting up the rope, and I just don't think she has had that's clicked for her. So yeah, either way, it's a big problem. But it's not like she just couldn't gain capacity over eight years. Do you see any major fail failure there, Jr.? Would you say it's failure in her coaching, failure failure in her, uh, you know, her 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 training and her failure failure in personal responsibility, accountability? I mean, do you think that this should have been fixed in eight years? Well, I refuse to believe that her and her coaches haven't known that they needed to address it since 2014. So I think the major issue here is that even if she is improving on it every single year, the amount that everyone else is improving on it is still a little bit greater. So she's well, always playing that game of catch up. So it's okay, like, I have one, let's I say I this to defender. It's always let's, in comparison to the field. Let's say this to defender too, really quick. If the time cap, I don't know what it was in 2014, was 10 minutes. It was 11. still 11. It was the same. Okay, so then she did. She improved her time oh, by over 10, six yeah. minutes. So I guess like, she's a fucking beast. All right. I would, also, I would also like to bring up, there's an old clip of Bergeron in one of the documentaries talking about how she did really bad at like a pegboard or maybe a legless. It was, she did it was, one. Yep. The yeah, whole she year. did one, one peg. peg yeah. He, so I guess she, she did really bad at pedal to the metal, right? She DNF. She didn't finish the workout. 
she still won the games. And there's a clip of Ben Bergeron bragging about how they <laughs> did about how they only did one pegboard the whole year after she couldn't even fucking do any of the games and like bragging about it. Well, she won the games because she did that on that workout. Well, no, no, no. I know what Taylor's saying too. Taylor's right. And then no, it's true. Oh, no, absolutely, it is true. And he said, "You know how many pegboards we've done since last year? One." Because all we did was strict pull-ups. Brian, we were just talking about how um, what an amazing uh, uh, performance Katrin had. You just have to put it in context. Uh, in 2014, she couldn't finish the workout in 11 minutes, and now she did it in five minutes. And although it still wasn't enough to um, to to get her to the games, it is a massive improvement that needs that should be recognized. Yeah, I wrote about that. I don't think I've done the audio right here. It's too bad too because I really wanted to trash her, but but there's no trashing. No, but I also just wanted you to know I finished up with the Khaleesi, and now I've moved on to you, Seba. Oh, thank, well, I understand the pecking order. The pecking <laughs> order. I, I fully appreciate it. Yeah, feel, feel free to walk away and use the bathroom or do whatever you need to do during this show. How many views oh. do they get? <laughs> uh, <laughs> feeling better, Taylor. That's nice. I'm not sure where Froning said it, but and it might have not been Froning. It may have been his training partner at the time who said it, but they were going through a spree where they weren't so great at strict handstand push-ups, so they did them three days a week in various like rep schemes with various movements. And you know what? Who do you think is one of the better people on the planet at strict handstand push-ups? It's going to be Rich Froning and whoever wanders through the barn. And then you've got Katrin who does one pegboard in a year. <laughs> Or you hear Matt talk about rowing and how much he fucking rowed because he sucked at rowing. Yeah. And those are the stories that, you know, I, I wonder I wonder if Katrin has those stories about a rope climb. Yeah, one a year. That's the story. Brian, where do you go next? Get with the programming? Oh, man, come on. I got to go watch the Atlas games finish up and then cover that one. Uh, it's, I love Jasonville. They know that. Uh, um, we saw J- Jacqueline on the um, third climb. She was already pausing. And on the fourth climb, she started kipping, and on the se- one kip at the top. And on the seventh climb, she started using two kips to get to the top. Whereas Helga didn't start kipping until the fifth rope climb, and I never saw her use two kips. And by two kips, I mean you know when they they start climbing and then they get stuck and then they start getting the kips in. So so so, uh, do you think any of these girls should? And whereas Katrin was kipping from the beginning, right? Which which you could say the parallel is is um, uh, she was doing push jerks from the beginning. <laughs> Never using the speed. Who are you talking to? Anyone. Anyone. I really uh, right, Caleb. <laughs> yeah, Caleb, what do you think about that? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm trying to do other things. Uh, the interviewer at that event, um, Bibba, Bibba, uh, Bibba daughter. Wow. I, I, she's weirder than me, and I approve. Just keep using her. I, I just like her. <laughs> Did you guys like her? Bibba. It was just so awkward and weird, and I'm like, fuck, I love that. Is she like a new announcer? I, I, I don't know. She's before. not even from this planet, uh, dude. Was, I mean, they usually Lauren Smith would do the strength and depth, but her commitment with Red Bull this season interfered with when strength and depth was able to get that venue uh, location. So Bibble was the next choice up. But I think she got more confident and comfortable as the weekend went along. Yeah, I like her. I, as long as she seemed confident to me, but just weird shit was coming out of her mouth, and she speaks at a weird cadence. And I just like seeing the athletes like kind of just. I, I like Sam Briggs. Just doesn't even it doesn't even phase Sam, but the rest of them are kind of like, huh? You know what I I had the feeling of was that she was like applying either tone or the way she says things that's like 
funny in Icelandic, but not mm-hmm. necessarily funny in other places. I think we can do that as a being from the United States at times too, and where other countries are like, "What are you talking about?" And like, oh, that's funny where we're from. And some of them didn't go over that well with the athletes from all over Europe. There was some stuff that was like lost in translation. I think. Just like uh, speaking of which, um, this guy Joel uh, Godet, uh, he he has a personal story about everyone. Yeah, because he calls the athletes that. and asks them, "What should I? What should we know about you?" He's a beast. I yeah. When I uh, when I left the Granite Games last week, and I told him, I said, "Your level of preparation for these things is unrivaled." American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> Today, that. Brian nice Friend was in the was in the public restroom at the airport, and he got a stall that had no toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking with Brian about that earlier in the break room. Uh, yeah, so you don't like it? I love it actually. I think it's cool. I think I think it's super cool. I like him. I'm, I'm like getting I'm getting warm fuzzies from him. And I, I like hear those stories, and I do dislike really when people say they don't like him because they don't understand how hard it is to know those things, and he's actually trying really hard. And yeah, he's great. killing he's it. He's done a good job. So and so's mom owns a candy shop. <laughs> and they had to do hand, <laughs> and they do handstand push-ups when they go grocery shopping with their mom. I was like, wow, fuck, he knows everything. Uh, so, so I approve of him and uh, him, Joel and uh, and and Bibba. Um, I don't approve of O2. Uh, th- th- that 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 stuff is not drinkable. I don't. I don't. I, I I thought I heard Adrian Conway say he loves it. Have you guys ever drank that? Uh, yeah, I have this entire thing about those drinks. So does if that if they just carbonate your shit, I'll drink anything. I'll drink just a bucket of shit. Is that what their stick is? They carbonate. Sorry, you got some uh, competition questions? Oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Yes. Yes. Can we go, uh, Christoph. How? Go ahead, Taylor. No, I'm just so impatient. Do Hurry it, up. do it, go, Taylor. Let's do it. Let's get to let's get to Atlas Games. What did you see over there? Do you want to talk about? Go ahead, Brian. I want to ask if you saw the whole Jeff Adler GHD thing go down. Oh, with Patrick Vellner. Describe it to us, Taylor. So what I noticed is that Vellner gets to the GHD four reps ahead of Adler, or or Adler begins his GHDs and Vellner's four reps ahead. Um, at one point, Adler takes a long break, takes his shirt off. Vellner continues to go unbroken. And then around the 50 rep mark, Adler's judge's hand goes up, and it's a set of 100, <coughs> not a set of 50. So he's going five, four, and then he shakes his head and puts his hand down. The judge does. And then you count maybe 20, 30 more reps. Adler takes another long break at top of his GHD, takes his feet out, and just sits on the pad. Vellner's continuing to go unbroken. Adler continues his reps, and then a minute later, they both get off the GHD at the exact same time. Like it's like Vellner gets off the GHD and Adler's judge is like, okay, go. Yeah, the commentators were talking about it too, that something was a little. Have you gone back and counted the repetitions? They didn't stay on him the whole time, so I couldn't count all the repetitions. And the other thing that really annoyed. Yeah. I, it, mm, yeah. And Adler won that event, right? Yes. And Vellner took third. I think Adler at best without that could have potentially still have beaten Pat, but I, but you could see Pat's frustration when the judge threw their hand up on the GHD Pat, like still on his face. He's like, what the fuck? And then he just keeps going. And then after Pat finishes his bike, he just is walking off the floor. He's like, you could just tell in his mind, he's thinking this is fucking bullshit. Um, I don't know. It just, to me, it seemed pretty crazy. And then Adler's interview after the workout, it just, 
was a little frustrating too, but whatever. Uh, what what about what about it? it? Just that you think he should have said something like, "Hey, I got sure I didn't have to do all my GHDs." I don't know if he should have said something, but they asked him where he thought the workout was won, and I think the announcer was <laughs> like, "You know, did you win the workout on the GHDs?" And he like thought for a second. He's like, "No, I think I actually won it on the double unders." You know, the workout went the way I wanted, and I was like, "Well." Yeah, I don't always want to do all the reps either. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> Which is funny because, because I feel like everybody does double unders at the exact same rate. So it's um, like, I, I, mean, I know that I, there's like, there are faster people who do, there are people who do double unders faster, but I feel like if you're going to make up a lot of time, it's on the GHDs essentially. Yeah. Like you're not yeah, going to make think, up that much time doing double unders. I agree. I don't think you make up enough time doing double unders. There are workouts where that matters for sure, but I don't think this is one of them. Um, Taylor, I'm curious what you think is the solution to this problem because you, as an athlete on the floor, I don't think yeah. you're allowed to to appeal another athlete's score, and no, Jeff's you, obviously not going to appeal his own score. Absolutely. So, so if the judge lost count in the middle of that workout, and I brought what, this what up, be done about it. I brought this up on a previous show, and I I I didn't put a lot of thought into it, but I floated the <laughs> idea of what if each athlete going into a competition had something like a challenge rule like they had in the NFL. You have one challenge you can use to appeal another person's score, and then, of course, you can appeal your own score. But once you use that challenge, it's it's done. And, and someone was like, oh, well, what if they just use it for a personal vendetta? Well, you look in the NFL. A coach can challenge whatever he wants, but if he wastes it, he wastes it. So if you're using But if he gets it right, he gets another one. Exactly, but, that, but that's what I'm saying. So it's So should gone be gone, or should you be able to get another one in your – proposed format I, I think you should get one challenge i don't think you should i don't think uh you should if you're if you get your challenge right you just get another one and then another one but i think that if you give each person the challenge i don't know it, it potentially can keep things like this from happening jake kelly says look at rep for rep mr self adler's ghd cadence is faster than velner's he rolled his eyes at you jake sorry yeah you just <laughs> he rolled his eyes and his eyes were closed but i still saw them roll behind his eyelids he was going faster at the start, and he takes two enormous breaks, and Valner didn't break in the GHDs. I don't know what else to say other than that. Oh, so many. My notes are all over the place. Uh, how happy are we with uh, Houday? Houday. I think, you know, look, you have, ha- you have Hapalainen, Houday, and Jorgos Karavis, all of whom are going back to the games for their second time. They had very different weekends, the three of them. Um, both Houday and Hapalainen had these kind of ups and downs. Uh, that was ultimately good enough. And these are these guys that, you know, I think we are going to see at the games that can, on certain events, can once again factor into those, you know, top five or seven spots, throw off the points a little bit. Ultimately, I think, um, you know, 10th to 15th is going to be a good finish for these guys. I think this games field's pretty deep, uh, but both of them looked pretty good. And I think Huda even said he was really bummed about that first workout, but after that, he was pretty steady. So overall impressive. He surprised me a lot. I'm impressed too. I was surprised too, especially in that last workout. Yeah, he crushed. Willie that. George is the freaking man, though. He is. I'm like uh, one this... of the strongest male fields, wouldn't you say, Savan? <laughs> oh deep, man, I, it's a deep I, field, but it, it's at the top. It wasn't that strong. I wrote I some nasty shit about some of these fields. Oh, Brian, uh, just a, something you missed earlier. I think the step over burpee is just fine. It's easy to judge. It's just a different kind of stimulus, and it does nothing to the comp- to diminish the competition value. 
It definitely eliminates the judging error. That's true. I think that it diminishes the fitness component of the movement. You know, any one of us who've done a CrossFit class, you know very, very well that it's a lot harder to jump over the bar than it is to step over the bar. That's why they have, you have that scaled options for, for people. And when they ask in the classes, we say, if you're stepping over the bar, that's a scaled workout. So it's, it's a uniform playing field for the athletes. Obviously they all have the option to do either one, I guess, but um, I, I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm really kind of not a huge fan of the way CrossFit's handled the burpee in general this year. And I think it's the perfect example of why we just need uh, a communication. These are the movement standards for this movement for this year. And once we communicate them to you once, they're not going to change at different stages of the competition. You know, there's got to be like a Noah's Ark sort of situation where they take the good people, like the rich Fronings, and they say, all right, you're going to pave the way for the new world. And there should be a giant flood that takes out all the bullshit that's been happening the past couple of years. <laughs> like, there's no burpee like this. There's no burpee like that. And then they're going to have like rich Froning emerge from the Ark and say, this is the burpee. And then there's going to be a couple of pigeons. It's like, those are, those are how you do double unders. That's what has to happen. Here's the other thing about I just this guy. That. That's how you fix everything. Wrote- the hand release burpee doesn't get rid of uh, the jump over the bar thing. There's nope. too much. <laughs> no nope. shit, huh, Taylor? No, but it does. It does ensure that the chest touches because what Brian said about it eliminates the judging error. It eliminates it by stepping uh, over only if you make sure the chest touches. It eliminates the fitness component when you. Re- the fact that we're everything slow. And the like, fact that we're yeah. having this much of a conversation about how burpees should be done is so fucked. You know what else you can do to fix the burpee thing? And when you jump over the bar, you have to still be facing the bar, and you have to have your back to it when you get over the bar as well. You can't do that turn over the bar bullshit. Here's the, here's over. the thing that's that's most disappointing about the the that what happened with Katrin's burpees and not getting no reps on those there is that in a lane nearby her is Sam Briggs. And at the last rep of, of Sam Briggs thrusters, it's really close. You could have given her that rep. And no one on the floor knows at that point because most of the field got time capped how important that rep could end up being. She ended up 10 points out. That's probably another four points if she gets that rep. And that puts Ooh. her six points out. I mean, and it starts getting real close. And that judge gave her a no rep. <laughs> I happen to know that that judge is very experienced. She's judging Sam Briggs. She loves Sam Briggs as a fan of the sport, but she was in her element. She was a, And she gave the no rep when she needed to. All the judges need to do that. Obviously, the problem is that we don't have you know enough judges to go around to all these semifinals every every week that are that experienced and that professional to make the right call when it matters the most. So, what what would you think about you? Didn't, I didn't really get any feedback from you on that challenge rule. JR's in the bathroom taking his shit. He's had explosive diarrhea all morning. Cut him some slack. We're not talking about it's his like diarrhea anymore. Check out the whole first part of the show. That's not wrong. And he, and he has he doesn't have health insurance. He has <laughs> li- he has asset insurance. Yeah, he has asset insurance. Oh, <laughs> uh, what were you, you gonna think- say, Hiller? What were you gonna say? The judges are terrified because of Hiller. Let's face it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's ripping through. I I'm kind of joking, but I'm not joking. That's kind of not really the goal. The goal is just to make it all better. <laughs> it's not the effect that I intended <laughs> to have. I don't want to make everyone terrified. <laughs> Do you get your invite to be a head judge at the games this year? Uh, might be in my junk mail. <laughs> oh, or actually, I think they they said they wanted you to do heat one athletes from beginning to end, masters division only. Oh, that hey, work my way up from the bottom, eh? <laughs> I I want to ask you guys a trivia question. <clears throat> what athletes have you seen out there 
ever who wear prescription glasses during uh, competition. <laughs> false. The answer is false. Brian Hernandez. I, yeah, you saw that? <laughs> yeah, every event. I yeah. love that guy. Yeah, he wore yeah. he wore his glasses, and I was just like, "Holy cow!" Are Chandler's not prescription? Some of the ones he wears, they are. I'm pretty sure they are. He doesn't wear them for every <laughs> event, depending on what they're doing. I'm pretty sure this right. guy wore them for, for every event. Hey, dude, Hernandez's look like they're like glasses, like you wear to school. They're not like sports glasses. They're not. Those like... shits are Rex specs. Those things are thick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, you find them yet? Yeah, I'm pulling them up. Uh, I want to say, because uh, I'm always taking shots at the sponsors, I want to say that Cold Tribe tub looks dope. It's also only like $8,000, right? Yeah, I know, for a fucking bathtub. But, man, it looks nice. Yeah, look at this guy. Okay, this guy's the real deal. Look at him, Poindexter. <laughs> they stay on his head, too. That's crazy. He doesn't have a strap on the back? Uh, I know, but the, whoever the cameraman is just keeps filming his cock and balls the whole time. What's going got on? Some, got some croquis on there? Submission videos are funny. All right, Hernandez, good on you. Okay, good job, Brian. There's no, I can't do, I can't, I can't get anything uh, past Brian. I also want to say one positive thing about the um, city of Madison. If you're considering going to the CrossFit Games this year, you need to know that the city of Madison has less crime in five years than the city of London has in one day. <laughs> Madison is a good place. It also has less crime than the than um in, in, in five years than the city of Amsterdam has in one day. And and ten years for how much crime happens in South Africa in one hour. So it, Madison's a great town. Did Joel Gadette send you those stats? No, I'm just I was just thinking of mean shit I could say to Europeans. <laughs> it's almost I mean, as nice as Chicago. South Africa under the bus. It's almost as nice as yeah. Chicago. Yeah, and if Almost. you land in Chicago, don't worry, you'll get all the crime you need for the next 10 years. <laughs> I think I, I think O'Hare is where a lot of people come in, so from overseas. Oh my goodness. So get get the hell out of there as soon as you can. Um, can we pull up uh Miss Oh, one more thing about Willie George. You guys are talking about Grady's Brian uh JR Taylor Hiller, does he finish top 10 at the games? Ooh. 11 through 15th. Okay. <laughs> Not fucking JR. around from JR. I think that's fair. Why do you say that, Jr.? What, what's he missing? <laughs> why, why not top ten? I don't know if it's anything he's in particularly missing. I just think that there are at least ten other guys that are going to finish higher. That's can't say it any better. It's an oh, yeah. infallible when you're, argument. When you're asking this question, that's what you need to do. You need to look at the guys who've gotten in. We have almost all of them known by now, and say, are there ten guys in here? I realistically think you can beat, and um, it's going to be tough. I think that eighth is the best you can do, and eight, you know, that would be a, a, a perfect weekend. I just clicked through all of the semifinals, and I agree. Yep, good, good call, Jr. <laughs> yeah, man, it, there's going to be a lot of good dudes there. Hey, okay, let me ask you this: one more trick question. You ready? James Sprague makes the last chance qualifier, goes to the CrossFit Games. Does he beat Willie George? Depends on James the would do really well the at programming. the games. James would do really well at the games. I think. I think he would do better at the games than a smaller event semifinal because uh, I think really it's mainly the big lifts that hold him back. And when you have eleven or twelve other events that don't, I don't know. I think he would do really well. He's. I think top twenty. Jr. Hypothetically speaking, Sprague makes it. I'm. If it, was the, if it was the same programmer this year, I would be confident in an answer. And since that's not the case, I do. I am not confident. Fair. What would your answer be? 
<laughs> Get him, Taylor. Yes, because I think he's the closest thing to a rookie Fakowski <laughs> we've had since a rookie. <laughs> wow. 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 That hurt Brian. That That's like, gut like Brian. Wow. No, no, no. I mean, I don't think Brian would disagree because one thing Brent did his first year that he hasn't done since is win, what, three events his first year, the four events his first year. Wow. James has that kind of specific capacity on certain things that unless you're, you know, did some rowing in college, did a lot of swimming, blah, blah, blah. You don't have the ability to hit those home runs, but his strength is much like Brent's in his early years where he just took big hits on that. James Briggs, hashtag rookie Fikowski. Yeah, that's good. That's some good shit. Sneaking in the last. Brian's struggling with that. Brian's struggling with that. He because he loves Sprague, but he fucking Fakowski's a god. Uh, Anthony Andrews says Sevon lives in Santa Cruz. He can walk outside uh, on the sidewalk and take a dump, and he would be celebrated. I'd be fucking elected mayor. What are you talking about, <laughs> Sevon? I, I, I just to your question there, I would probably would uh, not rate him as highly as those guys have in this games field. I would consider him more of. Um, Jordan Troyan type that would still have those home oh, runs. Would have wow, Jordan Troyan's kind of the uh, vanilla ice of CrossFit, kind of a one-hit wonder. Two-hit wonder. But he finished 20th and 24th <laughs> those years. So he was because he was able to have those really high finishes, the hits he took on strength events, of which there's not just one at the games. There's maybe one max lift, but there will be three to five events where you have to be strong to be competitive. And I think those will dra- would drag James down this year if he was in the field. Troyan was like the even like better at swimming than Yonikoski, right? That was his whole thing. You just put him in the water and he wins. Is that was that his thing? It was about what he, he was a D one swimmer. So yeah, he was he won most of those, all of those. Good runners. The, the the bar Good muscle runner. up workout in the pool he won, and then he won the workout the ensuing year. Man, it would have been cool if he did well. Hey, do any swimmers ever succeed at the games? Do we do we have any like do we have any swimmers that like yeah Tia is is that what she her but she has a swimming background she used to just follow no, the back line with people that were swimmers previously I was just saying she's a great swimmer you know, yeah but she's the best example I think so the, so there isn't because and, I mean uh, you, Troyan <laughs> Troyan and Koski did one swimming event against each other at the games Troyan took first Koski took second Troyan beat him by two minutes it was a thirty wow yeah. Wow, and and, and then Koski beat the rest of the group by 15 minutes, right? I mean, Uh, Bridges was 25 seconds behind that. Con Porter was another uh, 10 seconds behind that. Okay, out. Great swimming. Yeah, and I don't know if you, I don't know if you consider it swimming, but Noah was college water polo before he started. Ah, not swimming. Oh, but that's grit. That's great. That's great insight. That's a lot of capacity. It's a lot of being in the water. Special treading water. Well, having people be, fucking try to fucking rip your balls off under the water too. Yeah, I think fifty percent of being good at swimming at the games is being really comfortable in the water because you you have the mass starts. People are fucking pulling you all over the place. But okay, uh, so we talked about Willie George. I wanted to go over and look at where what uh, it's Atlas. Can we look at Atlas Games women? That um. We have event six left today, guys, for the Atlas Games, both men and women. Then after that event, we will know everyone who's going to the CrossFit Games. Oh. Except for the last chance. Oh, thank you. Seven, when is it too early to put out the the games rankings? We'll do that show tonight. Uh, (laughs) Standard time. so, so, so something I learned, uh, someone sent me a DM is that Emma Lawson here has the same coach as Jack Farlow. 
and Wasn't they that, like, the, the the Buffalo or whatever. What was the name of that program? Mammoth, Mammoth, maybe? Mammoth. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a link. I got a link to it. Hey, what do you think about this Instagram account? It has like nine posts, and he's got two amazing athletes. Does that mean this guy? Look, seven posts. It's coach Coach Josh Woolley. When they interviewed him and asked him about his coaching, he wouldn't even talk about himself or his coaching. He just refers to it as the gym. It's like he's so he's so humble. I mean, he's crazy humble, like almost over the top. It and sounds uh, like the complete opposite of Bergeron. Jeez, jeez, Hiller. Yeah, is he wrong? (laughs) Oh God! Come on, I'm gonna have Ben Bergeron next week just to please. Um, he'll he'll tell me I need to read a book, and I'm gonna schedule it when you're not watching the show and you're you're not in the comments. Um, (laughs) Coach Josh Willie, this this is cool, right? Two amazing young people from a coach in a gym we've never heard of. Does anyone has anyone ever heard of this guy before Emma Lawson and uh Farlow pop on the scene? No, not me. Nope. I think we talked about it the other day too. We'd never heard of him, right? And then we clicked on it. And I think that I also was reached out to saying it's also Emma Lawson's coach. And I clicked on it and thought the same thing. It's like, wow, there's only nine posts and never heard of this guy or his program. And they're killing it. Do, is is there any poaching that goes on between the coaches? Do you think there's any like active poaching? I think there's a there's there's one at least, right? <laughs> Come on, man. I don't we, know. We all know. I don't. About th- that. I don't think there. I I I don't. Do you ever hear of any poaching, Brian, or do you think it's just people having their 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 feelings hurt and they just go straight there? In these situations, um, from my experience, it's always just depends who you ask. And you can ask two people involved in the same thing from different perspectives and get very different answers. So I don't know enough about what's actually going on to make uh, an informed comment on that. Good. Me neither. Um, but I don't think there is if I had to guess. Uh, <sighs> Atlas Games women. Um, let's look at fifth place, Carolyn Prevo. She took 18th place in that last workout. I'm shocked. I guess I don't, I guess I don't know the sport very well because I think of her as a grinder with one huge weakness in her game that you do know about the double unders. Yes, man. They were talk to me about those double unders. This looks so rough. JR, did you see him? She was like cantilevering over. Her head was like folding down. Yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting thing that probably only a handful of athletes we could think of have self admittedly um, said were like a problem for them. And after all the work that they had already done, especially the three hundred feet of handstand walking, if your shoulders are blown up, it's just really hard to stay calm. I mean, we saw Pat trip a few times, which probably only amounted for about ten seconds, but in a workout with 400 of them, if you do them unbroken uh, at a decent speed, you're right around four minutes. But if you're stopping and resting 10 to 15 seconds between sets of like 25 to 50, I mean, that just adds minutes to that movement. In, in, uh, in, in the UFC, um, if, if someone gets knocked down and then they get, they get up, the commentators would be like, hey, even that person having to stand back up takes a little something off of them takes a little something off them. Does it take Explain. a little something off of every of the athletes when they uh, trip up on the, um, on the double under uh, like slowing the momentum down? You mean slow the momentum, some added, some added extra energy and get it going again. Some mental fatigue. Maybe for I mean, someone like her. 
But if you're a proficient double under and you miss, you're just like, ah, shit, what the hell? And you start up again. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. annoying. Shit. I feel like I get angry when it happens because I always whip myself and then I just get angry. But then it. you could and say it's I'm taking like, something off of you, right? Yes. If you get angry. Yeah. So if, I uh, guess if you're not used to it, then sure. And I, w- I want to bring up this factor. Uh, that that last workout there is the rope climb uh, shuttle run, right? That's number six that we're about to see, which I think is – and we agree that it's really cool to have this as the last event, right? I think – I'd like to the granite game. It has Sorry, to be an event. I think if it has to be an event, it's best place as the final. From all, every perspective except for one, which is scoring. <laughs> for Colton, okay. So – Why is that, Brian? Yesterday, because this yesterday, workout has had more scoring disputes than any other workouts or at semifinals. And when people are expecting a fast turnaround with the podium announcement coming, it just puts a scoring team in, in, in a tough situation. Well, what do the scoring disputes look like? What, what are they talking about? Because <clears throat> you can only dispute your own score. So it's the athletes who are. Yeah, upset well, people, yeah the problem in this end. workout is that if you're disputing something, usually what you're disputing is a no rep on a rope climb. And two things can happen. They can say that was a no rep and your score, score stands. That doesn't take a lot of time. But if you dispute that and it's determined that you did get a no rep on a rope climb, all right. Speaking uh, right. of disputes, then trying to assess an appropriate penalty for that is pretty difficult. Sam Sam Briggs, what's up, girl? Hi. You 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 uh, in your exit interview, you're passing the you're passing the baton to the great Emma McQuaid, huh? Yep. <laughs> no time for the uh, last chance qualifier. Just got to get. Uh, just got to. Keep uh, Emma Emma on point. Yeah, definitely. Put all my chips in Emma now. <laughs> um, Sam, um, were you, did you know that they were going to do that tribute video to you? Uh, no, they surprised it on me. Uh, and the the hard helmet and uh, I've got an engraved axe. Oh, the axe was engraved. You know what I thought when I saw it? I was like, oh, shit, they didn't get her any presents, so they just grabbed an axe and a helmet that was sitting around. That's totally what I thought. Oh, shit, that's good. So it's engraved. Yeah. I've said this on my show many times before, and I mean this with absolute sincerity. Any event you've ever been on where you you were at where you didn't win the Spirit of the Games Award is a fucking crock of shit. Of all the years I did the behind the scenes, you were the coolest fucking cat I ever met down there. I would put you in the, I'd put you in there with Josh Bridges, like you, the two of you. Um, it, it was just, it was just um, the athletes ha- are. Uh, it's their honor to know you and be around someone who just acted like there was no stress on them. You were dope, and and I'll never forget that year where athletes were dying as they crossed the finish line in Murph, and you were helping girls with their vests off, and that was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. So kudos to you. Thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. And and I, and I don't mean it in some cheese dick way. I mean I really meant it. Like just <laughs> being down there. Like I saw you. I saw you in action. You're fucking. You're cool as shit. Yeah, don't worry. I don't ever think that you're being cheesy, Savon. I know that you keep it real. <laughs> okay, good. Um, how good is um, Emma McQuaid? Um, just Fairweather fans like me had never heard of her until Wadapalooza, and now I'm starting to think about getting on the bandwagon. Should I get on? Uh, yeah, I've been training with her since uh, 2016, and she's been kicking my ass since then. So it's just taken a, a while to actually reproduce that onto the competition floor. Uh, which she's finally doing now. So pretty awesome to see because I've known that she's been capable of, of that since we started training in 2016. Um, Emma, what, what is, uh, what's your, oh, look, Willie George got out of prison. Look at him. He just broke out. 
Crazy. Uh, Emma, um, what's your relationship like with Jacqueline? With Jacqueline? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's no, really good. Um, were you friends? Were you friends before this? Yeah, we were friends before, and I think we're still friends after. Uh, <laughs> what what's it what's it mean to you guys sam maybe you should go to the bathroom uh, what's it mean to you guys that you guys put it to the former games champ sam briggs and uh and katrin those are two crazy crazy talented uh athletes and you guys pulled it off this weekend ahead of them is, is there uh is there a rush in doing that oh no i just think like for me like me and jacqueline are very similar athletes i think um, so I think just the workouts were good for us and um, just all fell fell our way, I think. When you go to the games, is the number six events here at something like this and, you know, like 15 at the games, does that even phase you or, or is it just a, just another day? Uh, for me, more the better. Uh, I think it's the same for Jacqueline. So, uh, yeah, hopefully the games is 15 plus this year. It'll be good. When will you make your uh, Emma? When will you start making your journey to the states? Will you come soon and start prepping here? Whenever, whenever Coach Sam wants me. Okay, <laughs> Sam, Sam, where are you living? Are you living in London, Sam? Uh, no, I'm Ohio. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't know that. So, so when you say you're going to become a fireman, uh, a firewoman, you were a firewoman already in the UK, and now you're going to do it in the United States. Yeah, that's correct. So, uh, I have my interview on Thursday. Uh, for the fire academy so fingers crossed wow you're not screwing around no. <laughs> um so so you, uh, and, and when will you come emma so will you come soon sorry i didn't hear you jacqueline was talking <laughs> tell her not to do that again um what, what so when will emma come she'll come train with you as she preps for the games now uh, yeah, like uh, I said that I'll keep training. Uh, I'll take a week off, same as her, and then um, I'll keep training so that she can come out, acclimatize, and I'll push her uh, where I can do on uh, on the workouts and get her ready for, for the games. Wow, that's awesome. Good job, Emma. I'm so stoked for you, man. Great to see people like you just crushing it and showing consistency after Wadapalooza. It's really cool. Brian, do you have a question for either of them? Um, no, I think it was, uh, it was really impressive. I was, I was impressed with all the women over there. Did, uh, <laughs> did either of you guys get a chance to, um, learn anything about Elisa Fuliano? We don't know much about her. Oh, she's here. She is there. Yeah. Hey. Hi, Elisa. Excellent job she, this weekend. She likes pizza. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you guys, in the, are you guys in the drug, are you in the um, drug test room? Yeah. That was one of my yeah. questions. So that means you've made it if you're in the drug test room. That's a good sign, right? The more you get drug tested, that means the better you are. I spoke to a, a friend of mine over in Italy. He says that you don't. Uh, you have a full-time job on top of training for CrossFit? Yes, like I work, I'm a digital designer. So I, I train uh, in my box, in my gym at the evening with very, 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 very lot of people uh, around me. And yes, so I... I, I cannot believe I, I I did it because I don't know. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's a it's a sport right now where mo most of these women are investing their whole days and and everything into training. Was this something you thought was possible this weekend, or did you completely surprise yourself? Um, I was hoping, but it's it's a big surprise. Um, sorry. 
Yeah, what I was hoping, but I, I, it was a big surprise for me. Well, it's pretty cool. And we yeah. saw uh, another guy from Italy, Enrico, uh, did this in Lowlands, yeah. and now you've done He's it here. And it's, oh, he is? Awesome. Yeah. Well, this is really great for your uh, for you yeah, guys and for your country. Yeah, it's a great year for Italy because um, no one ever uh, went to the CrossFit game. So um, in one year, two of us. So it's amazing. <laughs> Pronounce your name again for me. Sorry? Pronounce your name again. Elisa Fuliano. Elisa, Elisa, wow! So this is the first. You're the first Italians to go. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, do you, do you, I know? I, I guess since you weren't sure if you were going to come or not, do you know now? Are you starting to think? Okay, I'm going to come to the United States in the next two weeks or three weeks. How are you going to pull it off? What are the plans? <laughs> what are your um, hopes? I, I don't know yet. Uh, I still need to to realize this. I don't know if I'm dreaming or not, but um, <laughs> I'll see. Hey, Sam is so nice. You could easily squeeze in with her. You, you, Sam is so nice. Totally take advantage of Sandwich Dad. I'm telling you. Well, very nice to speak with you. Nice to meet you. Thank you, guys. Pizza. Um, you guys are eating. Don't as professional athletes, don't you guys have to like not put stuff in your mouth where you don't know where it's been? Like that could be a tainted <laughs> pizza or something. Well, <laughs> Everybody I gotta say, I'm offended by that pizza. That pizza's what? offensive. I'm from Chicago. What did you say, Sam? Sorry, Andrew Hiller interrupted you again. Uh, my everybody, thing. I so. Uh, <laughs> um, thank you so much for calling in. You guys made the show. I really, I'm, I'm really happy. Um, would you tell Willie to look at his DMs? I gave him my phone number. Maybe he'll call me sometime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Awesome seeing you guys. Congratulations on all your success, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Good job. Who sent that? Taylor, right? Damn, Taylor, you're good. Damn. Damn, damn. She was, but the only reason I got that chance is because I, I brought to light that conspiracy that someone else sent me about her and the strength and depth programming. No, oh, and we so talked shit about it. We talked shit about it, and she damn me. And she was like, "Actually, that's not how it is." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" I had to tell him that pizza looked fucking gross. I, uh, I, I was, I'm I trying to, to figure out. I'm trying to figure out if I have a source on if Adler did all his reps. He did. Ah, uh, what? Uh, this is just an opinion, right? Because I didn't see. You can't see him doing all of them. You can't count them because the camera pans away. Um. But you can use as much <coughs> logic as possible in watching all of the reps that he's done. And it appears that he does not do 100 reps. All right. Well, I don't blame him for it, by the way. Send Adler a link and ask Sean that. Damn. Katrin got beat by someone with a full-time job. Mike Haplin. Is she, is she the Italian Colton Mertens? Man, it's... No, she's way <laughs> hotter than Colton. Brian, what do you think it is when you see someone like Koski and Katrin, uh, potentially someone like Ben? Great question. Who have who have been the best? They've won the games, um, and now kind of like this guy coming, they're getting beat by people with full time jobs. I look at it and I feel like, wow, is it a hunger thing? I, I that's where I go. I think in the in the case of all three, it's <laughs> just it's different things. I mean, yeah. I don't know what like you know. I don't know how healthy Koski is coming. Yeah. He had surgery in the middle of the fall. It seemed like, and uh, it seemed like a, you know a decent amount of time rehabbing from that. 
he almost he came within two points of making it despite having surgery less than nine months ago and uh that's pretty impressive but the, the fields are getting tough and um you know you can't have those mistakes and if you're not 100 percent, it's really hard i think in the case of katrin she's just hasn't improved her upper body pulling there were two upper body pulling dominated workouts out of six and that was enough to keep her out and um when ben smith i just think you know ben's not that bad i just think the men in america have gotten to be that good that he's uh you know he's just a slightly behind and and that's enough to keep you out. Did you see his post where he posted on his story uh, 2K row PR? No. He, uh, he tested a, the uh, strict Nate, too, and he did a PR on that, too. Well, he posted his 2K row PR, and it was 647. <clears throat> this is Yonikoski? No, Ben Smith. Oh, oh, oh. That's 647. That. That's not that good. I know. That's what I thought was pretty surprising. I've done 657, I and I am not that good. You sent Katrin a link? Yeah, is that cool? Yeah, you do it too. Right. Too <laughs> I got a one up Taylor. <laughs> Take that fucking video down. I swear to God, if she comes on, I'll be so fucking nicer if one of you guys are mean to her. I'm kicking her off, <laughs> kicking you off. <laughs> okay, uh, can I just go through some things here that are on my list, and you guys just take shots at them? If it's if you guys don't want to talk about, it, we'll just move on to the next. Thing. Aaron, Aaron, uh, just much stuff. Uh, Aaron O'Donnell withdrew. Um, how come? Do we know? Uh, no. <laughs> arm injury, I believe. After and, and, and lifting event. And did that? That's at the Atlas Games, and that right? That's at the Atlas Games. Yeah, and that you know that that's um, if people are not familiar, that's Erin Vandendreich, who was the Italian Showdown winner in the Saint first sanctional year. So she has uh, been to the games, although I think she only did one or two events that year. And she was really the closest person to flirting with the bubble at the Atlas Games. The women have kind of strung themselves out in the top five, looked pretty <laughs> good. So taking her out of the conversation just kind of decreases the drama even more on the women's field up there. So it did make a difference. Hmm. She would have probably she would have gone to the last chance qualifier, I think. Okay. Um, I talked about the cool tub look cool. We talked about John Woolley. Is is it jo- Josh Woolley CrossFit PSE is uh, Emma Lawson's and Jake uh, uh, Farlow's coaches. Uh, Paige Powers, um, an, another uh, mayhem uh, phenom, uh, hard worker. She made a statement, and then and we got um, Carone also coming out with the with mayhem programming, who has the largest tricep I think I've ever seen on a CrossFit <laughs> Games athlete. His tricep is nuts. Um, she said that she does two workouts a week that have 150 GHGs in each of them. Um, coming from someone like me who doesn't do any GHDs, is that a lot? Is that just crazy? I mean, I haven't done GHDs in 10 years. Sounds nuts. Well, let's ask Taylor. Is that a lot for someone who's trying to make the CrossFit Games? Because it's a lot for all the rest of us. I don't think that's a lot for someone who's trying to make the CrossFit Games. I think some athletes train them more than others. For me, 300 a week is probably pretty standard. Uh, But I'm also really good at GHDs. I, I know athletes that don't do that many, and they don't like doing them. They're probably trained by James Fitzgerald too. Mm. Damn. Well, I mean, I know Brent. I know Fikowski doesn't like him, or at least he made an Instagram post about like when I finish CrossFit, I'm never doing GHDs again. Um, well, I think it's. I think there's a. It's a pretty common thought in general that GHGs or the GHD machine is a really good training implement, but maybe not the best. Or wasn't it originally designed for competition? I don't think yeah, and it and it for sure wasn't originally designed for sit ups. It's a posterior device, but I I do 
I think it's one of those things you have to pay to play. And if you don't do something like 300 GHDs a week, then you're going to pay for it in the middle of a workout where you got to do as many as they just did in a row. Like I I like Mike, Mike Kaplan, 300 lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'd like to say one more thing about Paige Powers. Ask you guys one more question about her. Uh, I'd like to nominate her workout five with a finish time of 1623 is maybe one of the greatest performances we've seen in the 2022 semifinals. Uh, she took first place, sixteen twenty three. It was crazy. Any thoughts? I, I could give it to you. I'd say it was up there. I would need to look at. I need to have a quick history refresh and everything else. But totally, it was impressive. But it, it only won the event by twelve seconds. So there's someone else that's pretty close. Uh, and and who was that? Yeah. Who got who got twelve? Who? <clears throat> Elena Savage. Yeah. Okay. That's the kind of workout I need to see Tia do. Now. Agreed. And I would say, I would just say in general, like obviously Emma and Paige have been dominant this weekend, mm-hmm. but who are they beating? Right, right. I understand. So I, I would I understand. Be, I'm not, I don't want to take anything away from the, their performances there have been phenomenal. But when, you, if you're trying to assess how great of a performance something they did there is all time or something like that, I think you might be. Yeah, I mean they're competing against Grandma Carolyn Prevo and um and and uh and um, they don't call her that. They call her single under Prevo. Oh, you know what? Speaking of which, when Taylor brought up the fact about the athletes being um, not as lean, um, there is a. I think that really is important. By the way, I was joking around about it, but the more and more I'm looking at these athletes, I think the 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 best athletes win. I mean, no one ever wins a marathon if they're not dehydrated. The guy who finishes the marathon at the New York City Marathon every single year is dehydrated. And I think these people, part of peaking is being carrying the least amount of weight you can without it hindering your performance. I mean, for sure. I mean, gymnastics is huge. Wrestling, carrying the least amount of weight without it hindering your performance. The yeah. keyword is without. I think. So do you it, think. You need to you finish the event Bella? fucking depleted. You need if you're going to be a champion, you finish the the event depleted. I don't know. I, I disagree. I think if you look at if you hear Matt Fraser talk about the way he competes, he talks about gaining weight across the weekend. But I tries think, to tries to. Well, he tries to for sure. But at the same time, he goes in as lean as he can possibly be without hindering performance, and then across the weekend, he can afford to gain weight if it so happens that way. But he fucking tries to. I don't. I think there are a lot of athletes. That when they get that feeling after an event, they're like, man, I just can't stomach this food. They don't eat. And then you have athletes like Matt that, no, it doesn't fucking matter whether you can stomach the food or not. You shove it down. Like if you're a girl and you have an extra five pounds on you and you, and you, and you expect to win that rope climb event, go fuck yourself. You're not. Like, you need to be light. You need to be light. Uh, we're seven minutes away. Athlete from- to athlete for sure. We're seven minutes away from Atlas games. Uh, let's talk about the bubble uh, st- starting back up in the final event. Let's talk about that bubble. Uh, Carolyn Connors, Carolyn Prevo, and Callista Lang. Uh, three, 389, 369, 336. Do you guys see anything happening here? Do you see Carolyn Prevo? I mean, basically, it's hers to lose, right? They're doing that rope climb event. And uh, when it comes to the women, you know, I've seen some talented women that have struggled on this, some women who've looked really good early and not finished strong. Um, <clears throat> if I'm sitting in any of the qualifying spots here, my main objective here is to know my plan and not worry about what anyone else is doing because you can totally derail yourself if you do. You mean basically finish and hope like someone like uh, Carolyn or uh, uh, Caroline or Carolyn basically gets stuck looking up at the rope? 
Yeah, regardless of what I mean, if you're if you're on the outside, you might have to take a little bit of a risk. But if you're in the, in the inside right now, all you have to do is make sure that you finish that workout. No, no reps at whatever pace you've decided with your coach and see where it places you. Who wins between Emma Lawson and Paige Powers? Four points separates them. With the legless event to go? Yep. Emma Lawson, Emma, I believe. Emma Lawson. Yep. Hey, Brian, you any athletes on the female side that are just like going to dominate the workout off the top of your head? Mm, no, I don't think so. I mean, the, the, for the women, they've already done heat one, heat two is going now. And uh, no, I don't think there's going to be any like crazy performances here. My and cousin's very wild this weekend. She goes sixth, tenth, and then almost last, last fifth. <laughs> your cousin. Uh, yeah. and, and, and is that really your cousin? No, no, oh. it's not. But she's got the same last name, and I hear her, I hear her name all weekend. But she's got a sixth, a tenth, and then basically last, last, and then another fifth, and she's in thirteenth. Let's cruise over to uh, the men: Jeffrey Adler, Patrick Vellner. Um, the four points apart. That's going to be fun to watch. Who's going to win um, the final event between those two, Jeffrey and uh, huh. Mr. Vellner? Mr. Vellner. I'll take Pat on that one. Okay. Uh, does Vigneault stay in? Is he going to the CrossFit Games? He's in fourth place with 388 points. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's 48 points ahead of Joyal. Joyal's got another 13 on Austin Spencer. But the guy to watch is Hiller. Connor Duddy. Why? Because it's got, a hell good yeah. for him. This is a good Ryan is on a Connor Duddy train. Finally, <laughs> I've been saying his name at the end of every episode for this whole week. So if Connor Duddy finishes five places ahead of uh, Joyal, we got a problem. Uh, five places is 20 points, uh, or depending on where it is on the leaderboard. Yeah, that's it's not a problem. Uh, this is uh, a good problem. The, the guy in eighth place, Jeremy Vigneault, is also one of the tallest guys in the field. Tall guys have generally done well in this workout. He's only five points behind Duddy. I would say... Uh, that, uh, and, and then there's a guy in 10th, Boulanger. He'll be in the last heat. I don't think he's relevant for uh, the game spot, but he is a guy who could mess some stuff up for someone who doesn't need those points being taken off the board. When I was a kid, what I used to eat at a place called Boulangerie. Boulangerie. It was a chain that, a chain that sold like croissants. Boulangerie? What did they sell on the back? Boulang- you know what they sell on the back. Boulangerie. Oh, yeah. All right, Taylor, what happened to Cedric's the point? Oh, <laughs> in that last workout or what happened yeah, overall? Yeah. No, no, no. What happened? Oh, I guess both. Because that last workout's not something where I would have figured he would have done as poorly as he did. Is it did he do what it hit what you thought he was gonna do? Was he kind of exploded? Uh I just that's what I you were think, saying. He, he kind of sees red and that he just doesn't perform anymore. That's well, that's what Pat was saying. I was saying I think oh. that he has some he does some really crazy things on Instagram and he does some really crazy things in online competitions. And that's really all I know about him. I think anytime you see a hundred GHDs in a workout, you're going to, ex- and they're straight through, especially in the middle of a chipper, you're going to expose people who are. This, really case, you know, this, is, this is one of those things where, you know, I didn't, I didn't actually get to watch most of this event because there was so much happening across the world at that time, but uh, 200 wall balls in this workout. He got a ton of no reps on thrusters last year in the first event at West coast classic. And you know, if, if you start getting in a situation where you're getting no reps for whatever on the wall balls and those start adding up and adding up and already keep in mind what Taylor says, how maybe his head or Pat says that maybe his head can be a problem for him sometimes. And we probably didn't have enough footage to see whether something like that was a problem, but just knowing some of the things in the past, you know, it's possible something like that happened too. Should also go look at that picture that we sent to the group chat of his knee sleeves during the lift. John, John Whoa. Clark, what, what a, 
what evidence do we have that Katrin's done well online? Right, this I'm, is the evidence. Oh, sorry, I missed that. <laughs> um, uh, tinfoil hat time. <laughs> hey, just real quick. That's, that's what I was gonna say. I, I got, I got a quick question. Um, I thought this uh, event six was supposed to start at twelve fifty, and I'm watching it right now. It's already started. You might be looking at the the final heats or the men's event because this is women's heat two is going to end. Then they'll probably have men's heat one, men's heat two. Hopefully they'll do women's heat one and then men's heat one to finish it. Okay, just so you guys know, our next show is scheduled for two forty. There's no way we're waiting that long. This shit's going to be over probably by one forty. That's so not true. They have to do four more heats and they're eleven minute heats each with reset time in between. So it's probably going to be an hour. And then there might take, you know, there might be time if there's any scoring disputes, et cetera. So <laughs> an hour would be perfect, one fifty. Like I said, one hour sooner. Oh, like I said, listen to Brian. That, it, the one thing is, some some of these events today have had these big gaps. Like they'll just, there's no real reason for it. They just have like ten or twenty minutes off. So just tell uh, them, on a, we'll, on, we'll, you'll on, be back when the competition ends. Yeah, that's true. Um, just so you guys know, they keep running these L1 commercials. I highly recommend everyone take their level one. Uh, there is unfortunately a commercial that comes out of Australia with. Uh, Kate and some redheaded guy on there and they keep referring to uh, CrossFit as a platform. Uh, CrossFit is not a platform. I have a question and I meant to ask this on the last show. <laughs> yes, please. It's, it's regards to this. For some reason, I always remember hearing CrossFit Inc and yeah. now it's an LLC. Yeah. When did that happen? Uh, when Greg sold the company, they changed it. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry. That's okay. Fair. Good question. Uh, and, and, and I saw one of you said you're a pediatric cardiologist and you don't understand how healthcare used to be free. Well, well, well what's your question? I was wondering I if you like, saw that. Like you speak English. I do. I'm open. I'm open. Tell me, tell me. Where the fuck did Brian go? L1, he bailed, he bailed. He wants a job oh, yeah. with CrossFit. He's got to He's got to thread the, thread the needle. Yeah, okay. He doesn't, he doesn't want to promote the L1. He's like you. He's like you. He wants a job with CrossFit. He thinks it's good. It's going to be fun over there. We're taking very different routes. Uh, Biba, keep up the great work. We love you on this show. Uh, we'll see you guys in an hour or so.